you have to trust the fact that I'm blindfolding you and you may not understand everything I'm telling you, but you have to trust that I'm not going to tell you nothing wrong. And then go prove it to me if you think I am. You got it? So you got to go further, man. Some of y'all are not giving me your best. Forget me, you're not giving you your best. And you know you're not. I always say this. You know what to do, now do what you know. You know what to do, now you have to do what? What you know. Be present. That means be here this weekend. Leave your problems at home. Look, they're going to be there when you get there. So don't worry about them while you're here. Okay? They're going to be there when you get there. The reason you want to plug in as much as possible, this is like your little gas tank. I mean, gas station. You come here to get fueled up, man, So, because ain't nobody going to be all positive giving you no trophies and stuff Tuesday. <laughs> so my thing is, while you're here, why don't you be here and enjoy it? Does that make sense? Some, I know people that come to the events and be negative at the event. I'm like, why are you negative here? We're not going to beat you up in here. We ain't going to beat you up in here. So I tell people, when you go to events and stuff, man, where all your peers and stuff around, enjoy this stuff, man. You're not going to get applauded for and certificates and music and we dance together and exchange numbers. You're not going to get this Wednesday. So why are you tripping Friday, Saturday, and Sunday about anything? Enjoy this weekend and be what? Present. Support each other and don't worry. I always want you guys to remember this. Worry is interest paid on something you may never own. Worry is interest paid on something you may never own. Worry is simply fear magnified. That's what worry is. So I want you guys this weekend, I'm going to ask some of you guys to get out your comfort zone. You got it? Oh, here's a stat I want to give you. Okay? Support each other and don't worry. 99 people out of 1,000 operate at a genius level at 18 months. 99 people out of 1,000 operate at a genius level at 18 months old. Can you believe that? Now people say, how are you operating at a genius level? I want you to think about this, guys. I never forget. Y'all know I tell a lot of Makai stories because he teaches me so much. When Makai was young, I would always mark, no, let's forget about three or four. Let's go to a baby. A baby will look at that doggone thing that you got in his face, and it's just spinning. Why? Because you don't realize this, but you capture something like 18 million colors, sounds, and movements per second. When you're a baby, you're tapping into all of that. In other words, the way that thing spun, spun around, it didn't spin around the same way the next time. See, to an adult, that thing spun around twice. To a baby, he wasn't even looking at the same star that he was last time. So you ever see a baby just staring in the distance? And you're like, go, go, go. He's like, look, I'm focused on something. He like, squeeze my pinky. He like, he, he zoned in on something. Because 18 mil, your, your mind processes like 18 million thoughts, colors, images, and sounds a second. But a baby taps into that and enjoys each experience. He's operating at a genius level. He's using the optimum mode of his little brain as he can because he don't know no better. So this thing ain't just spinning around. I'm looking at the string. I'm looking at this star. This cow, why is it black and white? Why did it go behind me? Why is this star right here? What is this? What's that noise back here? And I'm, doing, and I'm absorbing all of this, including what's being said to me. Now, if a baby's absorbing all of that, 
What else did you absorb? That you still hold on to when you were a genius? Because you kept it. A lot of people don't know this. There's a gland you have in your brain that if doctors could push it, you'll repeat everything you ever heard. If you could push it, you'll repeat everything you've ever heard. It's stored. But as you get older, it gets stored subconsciously, and it's still manifesting. It's just not manifesting the way you think it is. So that's why you have to watch what people say to you and what you let people deposit into you. That's why I don't let nobody talk to me crazy. I don't care how cool we are. You ain't going to talk to me crazy. Because just, I just have gotten to the point in my life where I just, it's just my You just ain't going to talk to me crazy. If you can talk to me like you got some sense, we can talk. The minute you start talking crazy, because I've just programmed myself, I don't like negative things and violent words and stuff being told to me. I heard too much of that growing up. Does that make sense? So I don't need it, in my, I don't need it at 39. So cartoons, all that stuff, affects what we see and do and how we behave. Think about this for a second. Superman was an orphan. Batman. Y'all ever notice this? Most of you, if you don't follow Marvel and stuff, all of them were orphans. You notice that? That's a story that's being told. Now, Superman. Shoot a bullet at him, what happens? Bounce, Bounce off. off. But then you throw the gun at him and he ducks. <laughs> 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 so he can sit there, da -da 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 -da. he throw the gun, he's like, uh-uh, I can't do that gun. <laughs> It's all kind of images and stuff being told. You know what I'm saying? So you got to watch what people say to you and watch what you're watching. Because when you're little, all that stuff sings in. Now, here's the next stat. We're still on that stat. So 90, 999 out of 1,000 operate at a genius level all the way up until 18 months. Just because you can't understand what a baby's seeing don't mean he's not operating at a genius level. He just can't communicate with you what he's learning. Everybody got it? Because think about it. When you start talking, when your kids start talking, it's just on and popping all of a sudden. It just develops, mama, dada, stop, no, go, and then them bad boys start getting put together in sentences. That's because all of they've been hearing it. They didn't, you didn't sit down and say, now here's, here's how you say it. No, baby just start what? Talking. When the baby start walking, you didn't help him. You might have helped him up and you did a little drill and stuff. But his desire to get up on two feet, that's in him. Make sense? That's in your DNA. You're supposed to get up. You're not supposed to be on four. So what happens is his curiosity and his genius is setting in, and he realizes that for me to go do better things, I got to get up. So I can't reach that countertop if, I, if I'm down here still. So a, baby's, a baby only learns to walk out of necessity. A lot of people don't know that. He figures it out because he's outgrowing what he can do down here. So after a while, he's like, I'm afraid, but forget about it. <laughs> Because a baby only has two fears, loud noises and falling. That's it. You're only born with two fears. You develop the other six. Fear of criticism, fear of ill health, um, fear of old age, and fear of death. You develop the others. You're only born with two, loud noises and falling. So a baby gets on two feet, and one of his natural fears is falling. And when he falls, it ain't no problem. Right back what? And once they get it, it's on. They don't go back down. And they wobble, wobble, wobble. They don't go back down. It's in him to strive in an upright position. It's just posture. That's why babies can't be stopped. Adults get stopped. Here's a stat. By age five, it drops to 22% of us. 
are operating at a genius level. Only 22% of us by age five are operating at a genius level, 22%. Now it was 999 out of 1,000. By age five, only 22% of us operate at a genius level. Now why is that? Because now we got something called experience. We understand language now. We understand experiences now. Some things have been said to us. We heard some people arguing. Now we're not operating like we were when we were 18 months. By age 20, only 2% of us operate at genius level. 2%. It's down to 2%. By that, and you only 20. And look, your life really just getting started at 20. But by now, you, some people done fired you on your little job. Some people told you no on your resume out of college. Some people, you know what I'm saying? Now you got these other experiences, and you're not even close to genius level no more. Only 22% of us keep operating. I'm sorry, at that point, 2% of us keep operating at that level. At the age of 20, at, at the age of 20, only 2%. Now here's why. A, limiting belief. Self-doubt. C, second-guessing. Limiting belief. Self-doubt. And second-guessing. That's what took us from genius level as a baby to I'm barely making it as an adult. It's all in you. And you have to shake some experiences. I know some people have been dealt a bad hand, but you have to find a way. Hang around new people. Come to events like this. Act on your thoughts. Stop becoming or being half of you. Give everything all you got. The universe can't help but meet you halfway, and you'll start getting results. It just may not happen as fast as you think it should happen. But then, again, who are you? Think about that for a minute. Think about, you know what killed me? You've been a certain way 20 years and wanted to change in one. <laughs> when I was in uh, doing, when I was in nutrition companies, people used to kill me. They want the product to happen. I want to lose 18, I want to lose 32 pounds and Brian ain't lost no fat yet. And I had to tell him, well, sir, you've been this size 30 years. You got to give it 30 days. So you want everything to happen overnight when you didn't get how you got overnight. So everybody wants success quickly. But they got where they are slowly. Now, I'm not saying it's going to take the same amount of time to reverse it. I'm saying you got to give your journey some time. Three things lead to the decrease in your genius thinking. Repeat, that, repeat them. One is what? Two. Three. Those three things multiplied and magnified over a certain period of time decrease your ability to be what you once were. You understand? So what you have to do is you have to monitor those three things, okay? What, what am I hearing that I really deep down don't believe that's keeping me from getting what he's saying? Why am I doubting myself when I haven't even given it a try? You see what I'm saying? Write this down next to that. Anything worth, be, worth doing is worth being bad at first. Anything worth doing is worth being bad at first. Okay? In other words, if you want to be an actor, you got to be bad what? First. You ought to see like some of these people's probably first edition tape. Probably terrible. You're like, Will Smith? 
Yeah, because that wasn't the him that he is now. That's the him that went out for the part. You keep looking at everybody's today's success. You're not looking at nobody's journey. That's why I'm such a historian. I like to see what, I don't care where you're at now. I want to see how you got there. That's why I love autobiographies, documentaries. I'm like, man, forget, I know you rich now. What did, tell me how you got there. You see? And you got to stop second guessing yourself. Tell you guys, tell you a true story. This, this tripped me out. We uh, took Makai to um, Universal Studios about eight months, eight months ago, maybe a year ago, I don't know. And we were at this water park. <laughs> this is a trip. And I don't know where he got this from because I'm not like this. Makai is very daring. He'll get on roller coasters. He'll get on, you know, daddy like, all right, man, have, have time, have a good time. I ain't got time to be going upside down on nothing. So Makai is very daring. He get on roller coasters. He get on water slides. I mean, he runs to the next uh, ride, right? So we at this water park, and this line is wrapped around all the way around the park. And everybody's waiting to get on this one slide. It's all black. It's real tall. And it's spiraling. I mean, you see it, and it go all the way down to the next one and come around like a dragon tail. And it's black on the outside, right? And it's tall, and everybody's in this line. So, me and Makai, all of us got our uh, tubes, and we just kicking it, right? Like, man, you having fun? Like, yeah. Now, you may not know this about me, but I don't do water too well. <laughs> I don't like water, right? Other than a shower and a bath, I really don't do oceans and <laughs> pools with people all day. Just don't like being around all that. So this is my thing. So I did this, of course, with him. So we got these tubes, and we're going up this thing. And the closer we got, the quieter he got. <laughs> I mean, it was Kiki at the bottom at first. I mean, he, we were Kiki in the whole time. So after a while, I just noticed he wasn't saying nothing. So I looked at him, and he's, he's a very... He's a very, I'll just say sensitive. He's a very conscientious child, right? And his eyes are just watered up. If he, if he blinks, they, come, they, they drop him. <laughs> so I turned to him. I said, man, what's wrong? I said, you don't want to go, do you? He, 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 he couldn't even say no. He just shook his head. No. I said, man, what has daddy always taught you? We don't do things we don't want to do. That's just the bottom line. You want to get off this slide? He said, yep, without even a question. There's so many people behind us. I said, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. S excuse me. Now, what you understand? We're going up. We're going, I don't, I don't think I know how we were. We, it was our time. We were about to go. Oh, dang. Look, I, we don't do nothing we don't want to do. If you have a second thoughts about this and you don't want to do it, we're not doing it. Period. Point blank. Everybody behind me. I want you to imagine two big rafts. Y'all got y'all raft. We got our raft. We that couple that's coming down. <laughs> Lady, like he changed. He changed his mind. I'm like, yep, he sure did. <laughs> and look, look. Here's some of the here's some of the comments on the way down. Ah, oh, he's scared. I want you to just hear some of the. Ah, oh, he's scared. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care. If your opinion don't mean nothing. To us. Yeah, we scared. 
Oh, come on, little man. See, that's that. See, all this happens to you. All the comments, oh, come on, little man, ain't that gonna happen? How you know? You ain't him. Now, this, I ain't saying this to people. All I'm saying is, excuse me. Excuse me. Because we ain't, he ain't going, we ain't going. And that's the bottom line. My son don't want to get on this slide. I got down to the bottom of the slide. True story. I said, man, let me just remind you of something, okay? If you didn't want to go, we don't have to go. Daddy always tell you, we don't do things we don't want to do. I said, can I share a little secret with you? He's like, yeah. I said, daddy was scared you. <laughs> when, look, ask Christy. When he said, I don't want to do it, I was like, man, we ain't got to do it. Because I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't trying to do it. We can go down this dragon tank. I ain't going either. He gave me a reason. So really, when we was going, I was like, excuse me. Excuse me. It was for me. We don't do things we don't want to do. <laughs> I was so glad he got off that slide, man. I ain't know what to do. Chris and then went on. I said, man, they call it the dragon tail or something, man. Everybody that came off that bad boy, they came off looking like, man, don't do it. I looked at Makai, I was like, uh, uh, come here, man, come here, come here, come here. Y'all give it up for Makai, he made his appearance. Hey, man, we don't do things we don't want to what? Don't want to do. All right, I always like to just get him up here to let him know you the reason I'm doing the business, as you know. I'm in the middle of a keynote address, but he always asks how the business coming. Y'all let him know how the business coming. All right, I get it there. Thank you, man. All right, I'll see you in a minute. All right. So we don't, I say all that to say second guessing, self-doubt, and all that stuff. Look, don't go against the grain. If, 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 and don't listen to the comments of other people. All that second guessing, self-doubt, and what's the third one? Limiting beliefs. Look, man, people's opinions of you, what they perceive of you, people are going to talk about you anyway. So quit worrying about how your journey affects other people. That's not your problem. That's theirs. A lot of people don't understand that. Your journey affecting other people is not your problem. That's theirs. That's their problem. So you got to get rid of these three things quickly. Capiche? Four things people avoid to that sabotage their success. So now we got some scenarios I just gave you. Now here go some solutions. There are four things people avoid that sabotage their success. One is rejection. I don't know why people avoid rejection. Listen, the fastest way to get over rejection is to get another prospect. The fastest way to get over a dying rep is to get a new associate. So it's not rejection, it's called the journey. People say, Brian, I'm rebuilding my business. You're not rebuilding, you're still just building. Re means again. So if you keep saying I'm rebuilding, that means at one point you thought you were building, done building. That's a psychological thing that you got to get over. You're not rebuilding. Ryan, these people ain't doing it, man. They, I'm, I'm rebuilding. I'm just starting over. No, you're not. You're just continuing. As long as you keep saying I'm rebuilding, man, this thing seems like it's forever. Professionals say I'm continuing. So you got to understand how the business works. The fastest way to get over rejection is to replace the prospect or the rep with another one. 
They say it's easier to give birth than raise the dead. Four things that cause sabotage to success. Number two, embarrassment. Embarrassment. Let me tell you guys something. People are not thinking about you the way you think they are. <laughs> and if you really understood that, see, when you get embarrassed easily, that's your ego, believe it or not. When you're easily embarrassed, that's your ego. Now, I'm not saying if I fall off the stage this weekend, it ain't going to be embarrassing. <laughs> I'm saying when people say things like, Brian, I can't do the presentation, I can't do the conference calls, I can't. That's your ego because you think people think something about you and you're allowing your growth to get stunted by what you perceive other people's thoughts of you to be. And you're stunning. In other words, you're actually letting other people stunt your growth when you don't step into the challenge. So embarrassment is the second thing that keeps that uh, sabotages your success. You got to stop. One thing about me, I'm not very easily embarrassed. Just, it's just not easy to embarrass me because. Don't take this the wrong way, but I just really don't care what you think. <laughs> and I'm not talking about you personally. I just mean because I don't really care what others think about me, my embarrassment me, uh, radar is like really high. It takes a whole lot. But most stuff that embarrasses most people, I'm like, man, please. You, you ain't thinking about me the way I think you are anyway. So what I'm embarrassed for you in front of you for? I know more about this than you. Who know more about the business? You or the prospect? Then why are you embarrassed to show it to them? That's because your ego is saying you think that they think something about you that they don't. That's the problem. It ain't them. It's you. And that's sabotaging your success. The fact that you're embarrassed if you don't know the answer. I don't know all the answers. I just know where to find them. Three, shame. These are the four things that sabotage your success. Or these are the four things that people avoid. Make sure that's clear. That's my fault. These are the four things that people avoid that actually end up what? Sabotaging your success. Shame. Bankruptcy. Divorce. Child support. Repossession. Alimony. Look, let me tell y'all something, man. If you live long enough, you're going to go through some stuff. Okay, ain't nobody's stuff messier than the next. Well, look, we all done been through some stuff. One thing about me, the reason I'm primarily stress-free is because I tell everybody everything. So I ain't got to worry about you really finding out that, you know, I got eight kids on the side and people get great at living lives. I don't got time for all that, man. I, I come up here, this is actually therapy for me because I get to just bear all. You can tell when I'm frustrated. You can tell when I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I bear all. I, I get therapy. You guys don't realize you're doing more for me than I am for you because you make me a better person if you go deliver. This is a two-way street here. This is not let's learn from Brian. No, I got to learn from y'all. I got to find out what y'all need. I got to go develop what you want. I take action and I don't give you half. That's the only difference between me and you. I've mastered the art of giving you my all. You've mastered the art of tiptoeing. I tell people, you stick your toe in it, your, your check gonna look like a toenail. 
Okay? You can't stick your toe in the business or you're going to get toenail checks. Okay? <laughs> so there's nothing to be ashamed of. Stop being so ashamed of your business, talking to people about it. I told you, I wake up every morning and go, how can I be of service? How can I offer value to this person's life? And that drives me. Now, you may have another drive, but as long as you're adding value to other people's life, you're fine. Okay? Stop being shameful. That's very, very important. They say, uh, what I wrote this down earlier, fast is fun, slow is painful. Fast is fun, slow is painful. So when you get in a business, man, and y'all sign up new reps, get some quick results. I don't necessarily mean a quick check, but what I mean is start taking action, making some calls, getting some people excited so this rep will be like, oh man, I got five people that want to see this thing. Let's start making some calls. Let's start getting some excitement up under you. Let's start, let me start showing you that people want to hear this. You don't have to close a rep in one day, but you got to start moving that person in the right what? Right direction. All right? If you get a tooth extracted, you want three seconds or you want three hours? Two seconds. Speed, you want to do it what? Fast. Slow is what? Painful. Some of y'all work in the business too slow. Listen, I don't mean your results. People say, because don't, because see, this is the old you right now down here. But Brian, everybody can't do it like you. I ain't say that. I'm saying work the business fast, meaning take actions and quit procrastinating. It's called now o'clock. Now o'clock. Number four, guilt. Four things people avoid that sabotage their success. Guilt. That's why I was saying when people tell you that you can't do this business, it's not really you, it's them. They're trying to make you feel guilty. And I say this on one, if you go to YouTube and put this in, um, you put my name in YouTube, I say this on one of my videos. The reason people knock your business or don't show up for your business, you have to understand this. This is very important. This is a sit down moment, okay? The middle class is trained to fake it a lot, okay? Americans are trained to fake it a lot. So the reason people don't show up or entertain your business a lot of times is because this business is an admission. So if I show up, what I'm admitting to myself is that I don't have it going on. So to show up and come and see what you're talking about I lied to myself and you are about to bear all. But you have to be charismatic when you educate so people don't feel like they don't associate pain with you. They like the, I want light bulbs to go off. Not, no, he didn't come in here and just expose all my stuff. But we didn't expose it, we exposed it to you. You were living the lie. So when you heard the truth, it stung. So people don't show up because they'd rather live the lie and not know the truth so they can continue living life the way they are. So when you open up the truth to people, they oftentimes don't want to see it because that means they now have to do something about it. That's why your people don't show up, just so you know. So you got to look for two types of people, hungry and what? Looking. So those are, again, those are the four things people avoid that's, that actually end up what? Sabotaging their success. 
So in other words, here's the flip. Don't avoid what? Rejection. Don't avoid embarrassment. Don't avoid shame. And don't avoid what? Guilt. Guilt. Step into those things because they make you stronger. See, here's the reality. Let me say this before I close this out and give you a surprise. Here's the reality. People aren't afraid of sales. They think they are, but they're not. They're really afraid of rejection. Because if everybody said yes, you would sell, wouldn't you? Think about this. If you got $1,000 for every yes, you talk to how many people a day? You, I couldn't stop you, bro. I'm still working. Man. Everybody saying, yeah. sign this. Yes, 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 yes. How many more would you do? Until you can't go no more. Yes, yes, yes. But the business is really no thinking about it, no show, maybe, this sucks, yes. By the time you get a yes, you're like, whew, I ain't going through that no more. <laughs> you let the experiences of the no's, even when you finally got a yes, your butt was so afraid to go through it again, you missed out on Terrence. Then you add up your five plus your one, you don't even realize you one for six. That's actually pretty good. Because one for six equals two for 12, three for 18. Does that make sense? But just getting started, you practiced on 18. The formula is 50, 15, 5. 50 prospects, you work. 15 actually commit to at least seeing it. Five will pop out. Numbers don't lie. So don't talk to me about your little ratio of 7 to 1. You the problem. You stop the 7. So let's give you some solutions. Four secrets to inspiration. Four secrets. How do you get inspiration? A lot of people in my industry call me a motivational speaker. I appreciate what they're saying, but I am not. This last convention I did um, was about two weeks ago. So I'm on stage. It's a whole bunch of people in this big coliseum. And um, I was doing personal growth and self-development, my favorite topic as usual. And it brings Brian Bean, one of the best motivational speakers. And I appreciate it. But when I hear motivation, people don't understand, man, motivation don't exist. Motivation is an outside force that you're seeking to inspire you. Inspiration is what you should seek, not motivation. Mo to, M O is, is synonymous with motion. So motivation means you want an outside, an outside entity to come along and pump you up. And as long as you're waiting on somebody else to pump you up, you're going to have a long journey. But inspiration, you can crank up when? Anytime. Anytime. Now, it just sounds kind of funny. They go, Brian Bean, the inspirational speaker. People are like, who? <laughs> so I got to deal with motivation. But inspiration is really what you need. It's called an internal pilot light. I crank that bad boy up when I feel like it. I pull inspiration. So it's very hard to take me down because I know I can crank it up when I feel like it. It's stored. You keep looking for motivation, you're going to be in for a long journey, man. So let's draw some inspiration and go. You ready? Four things. Here's how you draw inspiration. One, posture and positioning. Posture and positioning. This is important, man. Next to that, I want you to write, be an authority. Be an authority. Be an authority. Now, what does be an authority mean? Be an authority means this. See, you can say what you want about Tiger Woods, but back in the day, if you understand how golf works, when Tiger got successful, everybody got paid. Because he up, he was so great, the sponsors and everybody that puts the tournaments on, he raised the bar so high 
that the number two, three, four, five, ten player, everybody paychecks went up. That's called an authority, right? When, when Michael Vick and his hey signed a $100 million contract, now people, ain't nobody coming in behind him talking, 60 ain't enough. If, if you a star quarterback, now they compare the other contracts to that one. He's in a, he was an authority at that time. In business, we don't say research it, we say Google it. We don't say Yahoo it. Make sense? Google it. That's an authority on search engines. If you want to know something, you Google it. Let me say how powerful Google is. I've seen some of y'all do this when I help you on different things. Your browser up here, you got the website. You Google it. <laughs> My mom does that. She's like, I put it in Google. I'm like, mama, that's the website. Just put it in. You ain't got to Google it. I'm giving you the site. Iambrianbean.com. I Googled it. Don't put it down here. Put it in the browser. That's how powerful Google is. You search something you got. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You ever seen that before? People put, people put the site in Google instead of in the browser. That's a habit. That's how strong the brand is. Netflix put Blockbuster out of business. Shut them down. We stream now. What do you mean? You mean tell me you got devices I got to put in? now, man, this whole house, we stream. You ain't, you ain't streaming. We, we stream. Netflix put Blockbuster out of business. Does that make sense? eBay put pawn shops in some areas. <laughs> and garage, because some of y'all are like, no, they didn't. Three years. And garage sales out of what? Business. You mean tell me, man, you can trade on Craigslist and eBay and just make our own little deal and I can do this for anybody in the state, anybody in the country? Authority. People miss this. This is all I've ever done my whole life. I worked a job for 90 days. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. My personality at the time wouldn't allow it. You, just, you can't do it. You can't talk to me like that. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. I don't care who you are. You can't talk to me like that. This is how I grew up. So I, it just wasn't good for me. Man, I still sometimes, it's been 20 years, man. It just it pisses me off, man. You can just see it in my face. You just can't talk to me like that, man. You got to talk to me with some respect, because I'm respecting you. I just got here. I, man, you know, you try to get all the way up 85 from College Park. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. It got to a point, man, where if my coworker sneezed, I was going to break his neck, man. <laughs> I'm serious, man. When it gets to a point where I just wasn't feeling good no more in the morning, it just, I had to go. It's time to go. But I want you guys to understand, that was the old me going on my journey. You got the same, you guys got the same results. My whole point is, we are the authority on how to get people out of those frustrating situations. All right, run out of time. Posture, positioning, we are a what? Authority. Two. What? Uh, four secrets of inspiration. You got to have a strategy. See, you, gotta, you have to have a strategy. Most people aim at nothing, and they're hitting the dead on the head. See, you have to have a strategy. You can't make the money without a strategy. My son is 10 years old. He has a strategy. Makai knows if $10 comes in, three goes to operating capital. For him, that's school, lunch, field trips, operating capital. Make sense? Three goes into his mini emergency. In other words, that's his cash. Whatever he want to do, right? Three is for him. But th that, ain't, that ain't operating capital. That's different. Right? 
and three goes toward the future. And then a dollar goes to charity and church. So $10, he know, 30%, 30%, 30%, 3%, I mean, $1. So we got a strategy. Now, he's getting that at 10. When he make $100, it'll be $33 operating capital, $33 uh, cash for him, his jar, $33. Uh, future, his future, also known as what we would call what? Investments. $10 to the church. Now, watch what happens. After a while, these three get so big, it flips. Now, you don't need that much operating church getting 33%. You see what I'm saying? Operating capital on autopilot. Now, you take a little bit from operating capital, start putting more in your future. Then you'll, get, you'll have a fun account looking crazy because you've been stashing for half. See, there's nothing wrong with having fun if the money coming from the right place. It's when you're taking from the operating capital. Your husband on a trip instead of paying the mortgage. That's divorce. Your wife's, your wife's shopping with the visa instead of taking care of it. See, ain't nothing wrong with shopping if it's coming out of the right place. But we can't be in the operating capital and in the investments milking those for this vacation we're trying to go on. We're going to vacation when the vacation pool got enough in it. Now, when you go out, there's no guilt. Nothing worse than going out knowing you ain't supposed to be out. Because you take it from the wrong stash. So you got to have a what? Number three or C. Alignment. Three. Alignment. Mm -hmm. These are four secrets to inspiration. You got to have alignment. See, here's the thing. It's 400, 400 million people in America. Here's the problem. 300 million is more than 100 million. So you're going to run into three times the one you need. But 100 million people is still what? 100 million people. But you're going to have to go through the 300 million and every now and then get you what? Get you one. As long as you understand how big the pot is and the pool is, you fine. It's when you start thinking everybody think like your cousin that you messed up. <laughs> Brian, I hate when people say that, man. Hate is a strong word. It, just, it kills me when people say that. Ooh, I, stopped, I said I was going to stop saying it. it kills me because eventually I might get killed. Um, <laughs> you, can't, you, can't say, you can't stop saying it. it kills me. People say, Brian, you know you say that a lot. And I look at a lot of my tapes. I'm like, I do. I always say it kills me. Stop killing me. <laughs> it trips me out. When people say, Brian, everybody, see, why stuff like that? Everybody what? Well, let me guess. You talk to all of them. Everybody, it just seemed like everybody. No, that's your four friends. Four is growth. Growth. Well, 